Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotman. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Going places. Well, you are. You must be. Well, let's get on with the show. Yeah, we probably should. All right. Over to you. Over to me. You can do it. Yeah. All yeah, right. up to it. You're a big bloke now. Floor's <laughs> all yours. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Episode 78. Come on. Wait. Drum roll. Right. You're in. Hang on. Cheese stick three. roll. No, not a cheese stick. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, I snapped my cheese sticks. One, two. <laughs> yeah, both of them. <laughs> three, it's two, like Terminator. <laughs> G'day viewers, welcome to Radio Hotlap episode 78, that light-hearted zany podcast where we look at the world of local and international motorsports, uh, emerging technologies and gadgets, and the occasional uh, yakker on about barbecues. With tongs. With tongs, no less. Well, barbecues without tongs is burnt fingers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is. How are you, Johnny? Oh, I'm great, JP. Another perfect uh, opening to episode 78. Yes, why not? 78 it is. Yes. So, um, what are you drinking? Mate, I'm having a uh, a very nice uh, glass oh, of Simon, Simon Hackett Fogo Road. Not Bogo Road, uh, where they uh, used to put people in jail for smoking a joint in Queensland for life. Very old uh, Bielke, Peterson and Ruskin's right? day. What was that? Bogo Road. Well, see, Bogo Road was also a jail in Northern Ireland, uh, where during the um, uh, when the Poms were trying to keep the peace and all that, the, the Bogo, there was always a lot of uh, aggro and bombings and things going on. So there you go. Well, it seemed a little bit uh, harsh to be going to jail for life for smoking a joint. Well, it would do, considering that you'd end up smoking a hell of a lot more in there, <laughs> because that's where you get it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Russ Hins, what did he know? He knew dams. Well, he did. He knew dams. Because the Russ Hins dam. Yeah, yeah. And um, poor old, poor old Joey's gone too. Yeah, I know. That's the Queensland legacy. It was. It uh, is. What did they call it? There, it wasn't Club Queensland. It was called. No, uh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, he was a real gerrymander specialist, yeah. wasn't he? Oh, Jerry. Oh, gerrymander. Yeah, that's the word. That is the word. So, Johnny, big, big. Big weekend. <laughs> Huge, son. Rewinding last weekend was the Clipsal 500. Adelaide, the opening of the opening of the Supercar Series. Yep. My God, it, it, the wind is coming through and it's just, it's caught Rusty Sausage's hair beautifully after we've just given her a bit of a fluff-o-rama on the teppanyaki table, which got used heavily the other night. We'll talk about that later. We but, will. But, uh... I'm just going to shut the door. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Oh, here we go. It's like half the door. So, yes, very, very big weekend. It was um, a big weekend. First and, uh, of all, I suppose uh, we should get the nasty stuff over with. Yes, naturally, the condolences to Ashley Cooper and his family, and, his family uh, and, yeah, friends and friends for the unfortunate uh, um, accident at Turn 8 and the second Fujitsu race on lap 9. Um, and Ashley Cooper uh, was killed. 
Uh, that's terrible news. It the is. The good news that came out of it, that his organs were donated on Monday, which saved seven people, and I think that is just yeah, a very if, positive If note. you've got to look for a positive, that's the, that's the one to look for, for sure. But it is but motor racing, and uh, I suppose mm. that's all you can say. And, and it's don't... still printed on the ticket, just like it has been ever since I've been attending events. Motor racing is dangerous. And, hey, as much safety as we can put in the cars, I think, personally, is being put in the cars now, hands device, the whole bit, but if you hit a wall at 230 clicks or 220 clicks and it's made of concrete and it ain't going to move, the only thing that is going to move is your brain inside your skull. And unfortunately, there's no other easy way of saying it other than that. A couple of things have come out of that this week. Naturally, you know, it's a bit like, you know, when you have two buses run into each other on a single piece of road that they're going to go and look at, well, let's have a dual carriageway report. Mm. Um, it's always a bit after the event and, and, and it's probably a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. The corner, I think, is as safe and as, as, as it can be and, and it is an exciting corner. Drivers like it. it it's yep. exciting for the public. And, and that's what that's what motor racing is about, you know. If you if you if you find that too difficult, like so be it. I don't think that the place needs to be changed. Having said that, a lot of talk was going on about them reverting to the original Grand Prix track, um, which but would that's then... always been on the basis that um, the events just got so big now they can't put any more uh, seating and corporate marquees and things in. The current setup so if they revert to the original grand prix track they get all that extra space in or uh, that enables them to do that and then of course you do away with turn eight you're right it becomes then part of bradham straight in fact a conversation i had with roger cook uh, three or four years ago when i was in favor with the uh, powers to be at clips of 500 <laughs> on the website uh, I said, why don't we revert to the original track? And he said, well, over my dead body, not while I'm chairman. Well, obviously, he'll be leaving the board. Um, <laughs> but it also, it really, like you say, yes, it does give an opportunity for them to be able to provide more corporate area. But his policy was that we weren't going to do that. Now that there's an inquiry into that corner, which, you know, it's a knee-jerk reaction, of course. Yeah, you know, well, so but there's got to be an inquiry. There's a death as an inquiry, always, you know. But it is the perfect opportunity for them to change yep. now and then remove that corner. Yeah. <clears throat> which effectively means that uh, the corner onto uh, the long Brabham straight going back to Formula One goes days back to the would brewery. Be, would be would brewery bend. That's right. And would who, be, would be who, turn ten. Who praying there? Mikahakanen, and who needed be, life support and all the rest of it, and a tracheotomy on track. But it's important to note, JP, that the distance that Bartels Road and Rundle Road run parallel to each other, but Bartels Road is twice the length, hence the speed yes. that they get to go into the Turn 8 is I significantly faster yes, it is. than it would yep. be if they were coming out from Stag Hotel turning right, going down yeah, there. Yeah, because they've done all that slow stuff, stuff through Brewery Bend, etc. And it always had a very yep. large Banana and bend. wide exit there. And you probably yep. remember Mark Scaife rolling the Nissan GDR yep. there um, uh, onto the river. I think how long ago that was. Several yeah, years yeah, ago. 87, 88, somewhere in there. So either way, I think it's um, uh, an opportunity and also a bit of a scapegoat tactic yep. to be able to make the corner at fault. But also, it looks like it looks very much like that Melbourne will lose the Formula One Grand Prix. And bugger them anyway. It's not about. I think they're just putting on a dud, dud job because 
It's all about corporates. People can't have a look at it. People talking yep. to me on the weekend, going, why don't they run back-to-back the super... Why don't they run supercars and, and Grand Prix together? Well, firstly, the supercars stand on their own and they're not going to give way to Grand they've Prix. They've stood Plus, on their own better in Adelaide than the Grand Prix ever did. And, so. and, and, and the licensing fee required to yep. pay Bernie Eccleston, it would just be so massive that it will kill the event and mm. it'll be so elitist and the public aren't going to be able to see it. Plus, we just don't have enough people to want to come to the, to be able to sustain like, like 14 days... Of, of car racing. No, and plus, I mean, the big thing that's, that V8 supercars have got going is the local content. It's not out of people's reach. They do drive Hol- Holdens, they do drive Fords. They don't drive Williamses. They don't drive bloody Red Bulls, you know. And, and it, it's bringing it to the, the public that go and watch the V8s are the same public that drive, okay, they're far removed, there's no doubt about it, but they are the same cars. Well, an interesting the and a, a, a third aside came out of our supercars today with Wayne Caddick saying, "Look, um, if we find that the cars uh, that we're running in supercars are, are not suitably strong enough or not yeah. providing enough attention, we might have to build, work to purpose built build purpose built race cars. But we do need to have cars that the public can identify with. But that's the True. first time." That, that that I've heard that, but of course that's think, another knee-jerk reaction. Well, They're yeah, just saying to appease the. Do you think the, that the, there's? Do you think there's a hidden agenda there, and this is the perfect excuse that we go to a silhouette formula, well, like they do in European touring cars, and like the Yanks use. Well, they would base it on the in DTM. NASCAR. DTM, no, yeah. they wouldn't go NASCAR because that's just too. No, too, obviously. Too, but, but yeah, DTM is silhouette. silhouette yeah, but they're all given a having. A, you know, they're they're all being throwing their words out this week, going saying, "Oh, we're being seen to be doing the right thing." Yeah. Again, you know, if the two buses collide. We all react. True, we do. Oh well. On another note, then, if while we're on the subject, should we be limiting feeder categories to non-street circuits where the junior drivers have got runoff areas and a lot more safety? No, I don't think so. I I think that uh, someone you're always going to have juniors that are going to be headstrong. Yeah, you know that that's the way they learn in their racecraft. They're going to make mistakes before they. They go forward, and it doesn't matter. That, like you know, it's not going to change. Monaco's not going to change. Powell's not going to change. Long Beach Grand Prix is not going to change. There's the street circuits all around the world that people True. love, and and it's the it's about at the end of the day. You know, it's easier to get the people to this place than there is to get them out to. Like if we ran this at Malala, hello, it'd come. Forget it. Yeah, you're right. I'm not saying that you should do that, but I'm just saying that okay, Fujitsu is a feeder category to V8s. And so we had um, that horrendous accident, was it two years ago at Bathurst? Yeah, with Mark Porter being killed by Dominic Kyle. And then we've had this, and we're talking a feeder category where maybe the drivers aren't that experienced of these particular circuits. And yes, mistakes do happen, and yes, they are still learning their racecraft. If you kept them away from street circuits, there'd be less chances of things like this happening. No, I don't agree with it. I think that, like, I'm not okay, that's so you run sand, you could run sand traps here, and where would you put them? Look, you know, it's like let the buyer beware, you know, drive to the conditions. And, and I think that probably, you know, from the words out there, from people saying, like, you know, there was a stuck throttle that, 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 that you know, in the nicest way, probably actually made a mistake. Yeah, well, that's and, the thing. And, and, and that's a very unfortunate price to pay but um you know that's that's just the way it is and it doesn't yeah. take anything away that he was a, 
Oh, as I was a, not. a great, no, no, no. a good driver and up yeah. and coming, and he was exceedingly good in, in Commodore Cup and, and, mm. and V8 Rookie of the Year in 2006. Anyway, it's not it's not specifically about Ashley, but uh, you know, and to be uh, ter- greatly remembered. And I, I very much hope a corner will be dedicated to him, and uh, something yep. in his memory will Absolutely. be there. Absolutely. Yep. Um, again, like it's all a bit sort of knee jerk mm. reactionary. Um, because they all feel like they need to be doing the right thing. Well, of thing, course they do. That's human nature. Yeah, but it's also a bit of a media play-up that they do as well. Well, you know, yeah, at the end which of the they've day, got to be seen to be doing the right yeah, but thing. They, they, they don't really give a stuff. Well, yeah, no, they do. I mean, everybody gives a stuff if someone's died. Well, I actually... You, I know, can you can't be that cynical, but well, I know well, what you're saying. I can tell you that I hadn't, have not slept a good night since the event. I, and I, I have an experience like... Nights where I'm, I'm actually in race cars or I'm just, it's all happening all over again, but it's not just the last weekend. It's all sorts of racing events just all combi- combined into one and odd stuff. I just can't quite figure it out. Anyway, mm. moving on, JP, yeah, what are you drinking? I've got a uh, Cooper's Lager, funnily enough. Not that you'd had one the other day. No, I'd only had a couple, as it happens, since I had to drive home. And everybody else was here getting smashed viewers on uh, Well, Sunday we weren't night. getting smashed. We were just having a... A uh, responsible. A, a responsible evening out and where I decided to cook. And what a wonderful weekend it really was in terms of corporate because we, uh, again, uh, spent the four days with uh, the, the Glenn Cooper Cooper. and uh, Terry Minnick the export manager for Coopers. Uh, plus uh, the three uh, the three guys out from uh, the US, Kurt, yep. Steve, and Tim, who um, had a most wonderful time. The, uh, the the guys who were breaking Coopers big in America, and boy did they enjoy it. Culminating here with a little sneaky teppanyaki barbecue where shave shave vu shave shave Johnny did the uh, the teppanyaki chef of the year award. I was uh, pretty in good in front there. of the big audience, including you, the guys you, from the US. If you go to coopers.com.au, coopersracing.com.au, and uh, go to the galleries, you will find intermingled there in the <laughs> of shuts and made me get my hair set on fire. But <laughs> well, it was pretty good, and I, I thought it was good to be able to get those Americans around to um, to have a, a home meal, um, yep. considering like we're running our Hotlap World Headquarters. That's right, which is like one second from the track. Tippin' so, City. Tippin' City. <laughs> With the dogs. Had special chicken cooked. <laughs> it won't be happy because I'm going away, but that's another story. No, we'll tell you all about that later. We'll get right. going away. Okay. Uh, what are we going to talk about? New MacBook Pros this week. In fact, yeah, JP, I, I mean, I might as well be in the crystal ball industry because, uh, well, not that I make crystal balls, but I can see into them. And, and, and I had a preemption that there'd be some MacBook Pros this week. And you, as the Apple dealer, you went, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I rang you yesterday morning, I said, mate, there's Apple, they're, they're out. You went, are they? I mean, yeah. are they? Because I was expecting them to be this morning, not yesterday morning. No. Uh, so Tuesday was the word I had when I noticed that Best Buy in the US were changing their part numbers. Mm. And so that indicated that there was going to be a new product coming in. Well, of course, I couldn't sleep. 10 past 4 in the morning, got up. Thank you. And that was preempted by going to find out how much a time capsule was in yes. the, uh, on the Monday night to find out that the store said, sorry, we're closed, we're updating. Yeah. And uh, that's interesting now. So the uh, they've bumped to now 2.6 gigahertz, but moved from the Merum to the Penryn processor yes. and incorporating the multi-gesture technology that they the have MacBook used. Air. MacBook Air, which has which been derived yep. out of the uh, the iPhone, which yep. means you can uh, uh, enlarge an image by pinching. And I think it's... 
but uh, all sorts of, of some cool stuff there. Probably not massive increases in no. performance, a little bit more on the front side bus. Um, drives are faster, um, More better VRAM too, better better VRAM. But greater battery life. Yeah. So um, yeah. and then for well, the, the the processor that that switch of processors helps the battery life no end. So. And there looks like there will also be a uh, a revision again coming up in June of the MacBook Pro, and maybe that'll be a new chassis. But I think that was they were forced into that Apple because uh, Intel was basically phasing out the availability of Merrim processors yes. and the Penrins are. Um, the next next best choice, and you know, where they're moving from well, no. 60 nanometer technology to 45. So, uh, and another bonus for bigger hard drives, which is good. You know. Well, actually, they come with two, they come with 250, yep. 5400 RPM drives. But I've actually optioned uh, quite cleverly, I thought, uh, to to the 200, but it's a 7200 That's RPM right. drive. Yeah, so you can do video. Sweet, super, and your Photoshop uh, cache will happen Shot. faster. Photoshop. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, so that's all so very that's good. good. That's good Apple stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, mate, I bought myself a, a Dell 19 inch, uh, 20, uh, 20, 30 inch screen. Uh, the same one that uh, Mark Horsborough was telling us about on the weekend. $2,000, three yep. years warranty, yep. all the card readers, two dual HDMI input, the full 2560 by 1920 uh, res, exactly the same panel, I think. Well, maybe we mentioned this last week. But uh, you're not to say that uh, I just think that the, uh, the 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 current Apple screen is aging a little bit. Yes. And they really. Yes. Just it's been going on. We're just waiting too long for a, 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 a refresh. Price drop and, or a refresh. And when or you both. think about it, at twenty eight hundred versus two thousand, then I would have to buy the warranty upgrade. Yeah. But uh, yeah. buying the buying the warranty upgrade with it, uh, with the uh, the Apple um, laptop, I think it actually says that you can bundle a screen into the same package for yes, no extra cost. Well, which you can do, which you've always been able to do. If you buy a CPU and a screen at the same time, the screen gets covered under the extended warranty that you've got on the CPU, whether it be portable or... Um, How cheap can you do one of those 30s? I don't know. Two grand? Oh, get out of here. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, in the exactly. story. Yeah. So, all right, well, so... What are you drinking tonight, JP? You already asked me that. A lager, you fool. Um... I was going to... Uh, what are you drinking Segway. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was going to segue tech and motor racing. Oh, in the Get bar- out of that. In one, in one hit. USB barbecues. Oh. At the track. USB barbecues. No. Oh, I'll give you the tip. They won't be far off. You yeah. mark my words. Yeah. Five years from here, we'll have USB-powered barbecues. Do you, now, it's do you remember... You say just that. a slight digression here, viewers. Um, going back... Two years ago, was it? They brought out that USB-powered um, hand warmer, squeezy bloody thing at Christmas time. So there you go. If they can make a hand warmer that works off the USB hand bus. Warmer. Yeah. Can hand warmer? The, the very same. What do you mean? Well, Who did well, that? could warm your hands with it. I oh, know, some third-party... What? Yeah, it's a USB it's hand warmer. warmer. Yeah, it was well, like a USB port. And it was like one of them squidgy balls, but it wore, it was warm. Like it just whatever was in there made it warm. They could put you had to hang on to it. Yeah. Silly idea. Well, it was a silly and it didn't sell very well, but there you go. But they're losing a lot of people out of the Australian GT Championship uh, into uh, um, uh, the new uh, Pirelli Gran Turismo Championship as we forecasted last week. And this week we have a full page. Uh, one, th- one. It's not no, a full third page. of. It. I know, yeah, but it's it was almost a half a page. I know. In auto fiction. Yeah, with a we yeah. want you very much like the American, uh, yes. American um, 
Yeah, the, the, the recruitment Uncle drive. Sam recruitment. But yeah, for yeah. $4,800 $4, mm. plus a GST, so that makes you $52.80 per round. Your entry fees paid, four Pirelli slicks, Friday practice, pit garage, catering, great TV exposure, all included for 4800 Come on, let's race. Trophyomotorsport.com. That is a big challenge up to the GT Championship. Now, okay, they're going to run under the AASA, which yes. is the CAMS alternative, which yeah. means they'll probably have dud circuits and there'll be no, no TV. <laughs> no TV. The great well, no, TV. they say TV. Great TV. Great TV. Great TV. Yeah. So they've YouTube. already done the great TV YouTube. deal. They've obviously done the, the TV oh, deal. Oh, who already. knows? But isn't it interesting how they've got that right next to the GT report? Where it says what a great weekend Alan had last weekend. Actually, they don't say. It's not quite next to that at all. It's actually next to the report saying that Alan Simonson has been confirmed to drive uh, with Tafel Racing, uh, with Dirk Mueller and uh, Dominic Farbacher, which we said oh, last week yes, at the Le Mans in the Tafel 430. Right. Now, Lars Eric Nielsen, who drives in the Le Mans series with yes. Alan in the 997 uh, Pro Time Felber marker, has utterly spat, spat the dummy and is going... But I you said you were going to drive with me. And I went, well, like, you know, I, that, no, I didn't Better offer. that at all. Better offer. Exactly. Well, well yeah. love Lars to death, yeah. but uh, Alan needs to team with three drivers who are of the same pace as him. Having said that, I'm sure Lars won't be listening, but if he is, missing <laughs> you, Lars. <laughs> Sorry, Lars, reality bites. No, no, it, it, it doesn't bite. It's when I send him a bill. That's what bites. Mm. Oh, can you yeah. say that? Well, I don't know. Can you? 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 Oh, yeah, go on. Oh. No, I was just... Now, I've, when I said I was going to mix the technology section with motor racing, Symantec, who make antivirus and, you know, uh, Disc Doctor and all that stuff, um, have joined forces with Craig Lowndes to promote the importance of internet security and safety for families on the internet. There you go. Because Craig's a family guy. Well, he is. He's, he's got two kids He's smiling along yep. there he's... while he shunts everyone off the track. That's right. It's a smiling assassin, I think he was described <laughs> in some... But we'll probably come back to that a bit later on. Uh, the, the, the Frosty <laughs> said that, didn't he? Uh, yeah. But we don't need to verbal these guys. I mean... Oh. Anyway, so... He gives us stuff. Craig reckons he'll never go online without protection. And he doesn't wear bolets, so it must mean antivirus. Well, not after the Telstra incident. So, there we go. So, they, he's become what's known, inverted commas, viewers as an ambassador for Symantec. And Symantec has all actually partnered with other ambassadors, including Miss America 2007, Lauren Nelson. So, there you go. She's pretty hot. She is. So, Symantec, Craig Lowndes, there you go. Sooner or later... You'll see Lounsey giving it the, um, have you got your semantic on your computer? Yeah, that's right. Talking in semantics again. Oh, ha ha. <laughs> Jeez, that's a, that's a goodie. No, it's not. It's crap. Carry on. <laughs> carry what on. Got? Carry on, carry on. Mate, well, the IRL and cart merger is, is complete. Yes, it and, is. Um, but that's about it. So like, uh, oh, that's about, yeah, well, I think there's uh, two Aussies in the No, we went uh, on about it last year. Last yeah, week. last week. I know we did, yeah. But what else is there to say? Oh, well. uh, what else is there to say? Rossi's got the shits. No, he hasn't. Rossi hasn't got the shits. Yeah, he's no. always got the shits. Well, yeah, tax bill. Yeah, well, we spoke about tax bill. The other week, he's all right. Yeah. But uh, Stoner's got the shits because he reckons that the other manufacturers are trying to lobby 
to get rules changed to 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 uh, cripple the Ducati's performance this year. But anyway, it's good to see that he's standing up for himself at, a, at an early age. Yeah, it's good to see that he's standing up for himself, but it's also typical that the other manufacturers will be doing this. Oh, Formula it One. I mean, bloody cynical. hell. Whoever's, whoever's winning must be cheating, so therefore the rules need to be changed to get them out on the limb. Let's rewind to the weekend and just have a quick uh, wrap-up of who we love and who uh, we look after before we just go into generics. So, starting with alphabetically, it's B for Bryce, because yep. Allen starts with an O. <laughs> Bryce Washington. Mate, Two minutes from the end. Position. Two minutes from the end has gone on to get pole position in Fantastic. the Carrera Cup race, having decided to uh, not race GT. Very clever de- decision there to uh, be in the uh, the Sonic team um, with uh, Dean Fiore and Rodney Jane and That's right, James yeah. Moffat qualified on pole. Yep, tossed it in two minutes Great from job. the end and uh, started from pole. But here's the rub. Rolled a touch from the start, just a yeah. tiny little bit, didn't cross the line, gathered it up, got going, lap five, the officials go, you're a tosser, you're doing a drive-through, penalised him, and he came back out on the grid. Ruined his race. At the end, they go, we made a mistake. Now, that's well, just not okay. That but- is so not okay to do that. So why don't you review the information before you call it, you dickheads, because you're ruining people's uh, reputation because the public don't understand anything other than what they see on the moment. And you can declare winners and sort of, oh, that was an error. And What's on the podium is all that matters. So get it right or go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I have to concur with what you said to a degree. Yes, I watched the race. Yes, I saw him roll at the start. I thought he may have got away a little bit quick. But then he got swamped on the start anyway. Almost as if he knew he was rolling the start. He did. He stomped to make sure he didn't go over the line. And then everybody else got the jump on him. And he'd already lost, like, what, four places off the line from memory? So why penalise him for that? Or if you were going to... Why not at least let the race settle down, let it get about six laps in, and then make a decision? Well, it was clear anyway from him gathering up from possibly making an error that he lo- he, he yeah. blew the start. But what? And then there's his penalty anyway. Yeah. And yeah. then to make him go through a drive-through, but why wait five laps? Yeah. Five laps to then bring him in, mm. you know, to find out later that they completely fucked up. You can't say that. We'll get well, explicit. Who cares? <laughs> but I'm, I'm cross about that. Your, your, your dander is up. Oh, I am. My dander is up. Because you should have done it then and there and given him maximum amount of laps to be able to recover from that situation or don't do it at all. Yeah. Or yeah. fine him. Because it just the, the, the punishment doesn't fit or the crime. Or wait until you're absolutely certain. So a bunch of tossers. Whatever. All right. Anyway. But apart from that, he's still had a very good weekend. Moving on to, yes, uh, I think sixth or seventh in the championship. Okay, yeah. seventh. Uh, now, um, let's uh, move on to the V8 Utes. So, um, Jack Ellsgood has arrived with the, um, the, the Cooper's Ute uh, here after quite uh, a good test run the day before at Malala, Malala yeah. but uh, immediately went out to find a little bit of brake shutter. Um, and I think you, you mentioned that, uh, that he was happy with it the night he was here before he went to yep. the track. A little bit of brake shutter. Um, thought that maybe there was a, the, the pads had been changed 
and that they might have picked up a little bit of rubbish off the previous discs and there were, it just needed to be worn off. It seemed to go away a bit, but he was not happy with the brakes in all the practice sessions. That didn't seem to stop him from qualifying uh, fourth yep. and um, went off to uh, do a pretty good job in the first race, which was wet, um, wet on the back part of the circuit and mm. um, dry on the uh, main straight. Very good uh, car control, I must say, from Grant Johnson. Watched oh, him yeah, going there through turn yeah. eight. Exceptional car control. Um, and also Jack for being able to um, cap it on the, on, the, on the marbles. But, um, you know, a few people here, bear, 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 bear. I don't know when we finished. But anyway, race two. <laughs> Where did we finish? Sixth. Sixth or seventh. That's right, oh, sixth. Sorry, yeah. I hit it. Not my fault. Sixth or seventh. So, um, started from... Reverse grid second race. Eighth, I think, the second day. I thought it was seven, but there you go. Yeah, yeah seventh or eighth, something like that. On, that. on the fourth row, that would be mm. the easiest way to say. A fourth row and... Um, a good start. Picked up a few spots. Yeah, picked up a few spots. Did and well. uh, what happened? Go I can't on. remember. And then I was on the radio. Was blowing listening. smoke. Uh, blowing smoke. Well, he wasn't blowing smoke, but he's, he's on the radio. Well, he was losing going, power, and then he was blowing smoke. No, his first call was, I feel like the steering's gone funny in my hands, like it's got stiff. And uh, as the steering's gone stiff, what, what just transpired was that it had thrown a belt off the front of the engine, which was which running the, the power steer. The power steering, effectively, that made it tough to steer. And then the temperatures went through the roof and he was puffing. And he whilst he made it across the line in sixth or seventh, don't get, look, our viewers, I mean, look, I can't be, be responsible at remembering all these fine details. I mean, <laughs> check Ellsgood.com, you know, the press releases there, read it. You know, do I have to know all these fine details? Well, usually. Anyway, you know, but so the, fine, but, but the, the less than fine details was she was lay cooked. Yep. Um, so uh, 10 grand was spent that night putting a new engine in it, yes. thanks to uh, the Ford dealership down at Port uh, that I don't know. Montine. Montine Ford. Yeah, that's Port it. Adelaide. Montine. Yep. Montine Ford. Morton. Not more team, Morn team. More, yeah, we'll stick to it. M A U G H N T H I E M. Um, who uh, managed to bring the car out uh, beautifully for the the next day for Jack to make? And it was looking like it was going to be a spectacular day racing. I might also tell you that in that race too, he actually set a lap record. Yes. Before the engine went away, a new lap record on the Adelaide circuit for the V8 use, and probably the last time it will be there because they'll be changing circuits, JP. Well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, not. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Why, <laughs> So, so the next day, got off good. Yeah. Uh, Brad, Grant Johnson, Grant Johnson into the lead, but outbraked himself at the end of uh, the end, coming into turn ten, 10 at yeah. the end of Brabham Straight. Uh, all there in a bit of a pack coming through, only to find um, uh, uh, Matt Kingsley decide a very desperate uh, move to try to take uh, Craig Dontis through the chicane, which ended in, this was in the end of lap Colin one, Corkery, which ended in the most massive crash, yep. which uh, destroyed the Coopers yet. Because we were on the right-hand side of the track and they transferred back onto there, yep. all, all destroyed. Very, very poor um, uh, effort on uh, Matt Kingsley's part. I know he went to hospital and he's yes. been injured, but you should yes. have listened to what they said in the driver's briefing. <laughs> do, not take, today, do not take 
the passing opportunity there because there is none it will end in tears listen each time the driver's briefing goes on because that's what they're for to give you a bit of a clue to try to live to the end of the race so now what's happened is you hurt yourself you ruin your own car you ruin absolutely $200,000 worth of damage yep throw a brain and uh, we might talk to you next time. Isn't Even though his folks gave me a lift round of the grid in the car, <laughs> that I'm sure they'll never get another one. Isn't it ironic, though, that we went to... After we did the show last week, viewers, we went down to the Alma Hotel where they were having the VAU launch, and there was the Roaring Lion car of uh, Dantas in its new uh, beautiful paint. Very nice. Brand new VE, uncovered on the night. We actually saw the thing being unveiled. Brand new, sparkling beautiful that was wednesday night sunday morning right off wrecked total bang gone been that's on motor the, racing been on the phone to simon mcnamara the boss of holden this week said to him look uh, i said mate look i'm not asking you for some money but you should take this car and put it in a cabinet because not only is it destroyed but it shows how good, how fast it was but it's got a roaring lion on the side absolutely and you know if you don't remember, but that's sort of a GMH sort of an icon. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Idiots. GT. The Allen Factor. The Allen Factor. Well, there was Allen, then there was everyone else. Fastest in all practices. uh, Pole, one, three races from the start. And uh, fastest lap. Uh, See you later. Um, What did you say? GT champion, maximum points out of two rounds. Three wins, three races, just everything. Thanks. Mm. Simonson's dominance of the weekend. Dominance, schmominance. That's it. So there you go. Wait till you see the photos mm. we did in the studio on Monday when he decided yeah, to come around. around and uh, had some studio photographs taken on yep, Monday. Al was uh, planned to come in the studio and do a bit of uh, interesting stuff. Uh, we wanted to do a bit of non-motorsport stuff. Yeah, that's and, why he's got uh, the rusty his sausage. In the rusty sausage is, uh, is 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 heavily is heavily involved, and I think it'll be the icon of the show. <laughs> Explain it. You didn't hear what I said, did you? No, what? I said he's got his helmet in his hand. It's non-motorsport stuff. Didn't you say it was supposed to be like porn star stuff? There's a reason for that. Ah, okay. I'll, if I'll anybody was now. to go back to see the photo of him and Ben Cersei jumping from the podium, where yeah. there was a well. A little bit more than should be shown to the public, showing <laughs> The helmet was placed to cover the helmet. <laughs> we can't say that on the radio, can we? Oh, we're already okay. R-rated for today, yeah. anyway, because you swore earlier. Oh, so there you go. Fuck them. Oh, Johnny. I don't fucking want to listen. Turn off. It's not porn. <sighs> fuck the fucking fuckers. <laughs> You're bloody hopeless. Uh, I'll tell you who's bloody hopeless. Or who? Everybody trying to keep their... Uh, their attention on what's going on. There I am, race two in Courtney's pits. Yeah. Courtney's come over and gone, hey, going, mate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Had a little bit of a chat. James Courtney, we're talking viewers. Courtney Schwartney, yeah. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's not happy. Uh, well, no, he's not happy. Everybody was happy yeah. when I had a chat. Yeah, and, he was uh, happy when I saw him on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget the Sunday but afternoon. But at that moment, moment Jennifer right. Hawkins turned up yeah. in, 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 in lightweight clothing. And what suddenly, do you call lightweight, Johnny? I think we need a description here. Less, don't we, viewers? Well, Suitable clothing for a warm afternoon, right? Which consisted of well, well, like light stuff, you know, a little not g-stringy stuff, but but she was very very pleasant looking. Bare bare um, midriff. 
But yes, bare med drift and all that. Oh, stuff. Oh, yes. But... Yeah. Did you take photos? No, I didn't take photos. Well, why not? Were, Where are they? Swamped. Oh, there's enough people to take a photo. It was swamped well, I seen 100% yeah. by photos. Yeah. By people taking photos. Mm. I couldn't believe it. Like, and, and no one's watching the monitors to find out what's going on in the race. And I right. looked around and suddenly they're trying to get her into a race suit. This everyone's getting Into a, a race suit. Into a race suit to do yeah. a shot. And I, I said to James, have you ever seen so many guys trying to put clothes on a good looking woman? Why? Well, woman? True. And he... Yeah, he gave you the nod. That's where he stopped thinking. <laughs> and you reckon that was the key to it? Oh, Jennifer Hawkins got a lot to answer for. Yeah, there you go. She's always trying to sell something. You think something. she was going to do a travel show about coming to Adelaide for the Pixel 500? She's always trying to sell something to you. You reckon? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Hawkins Corner. Oh, get out of here. Hawkins Corner. <laughs> Stop it. Did she have a Maya hat on? I don't know, I didn't get my name on. It's ready for... Uh, maybe Myers are going to start selling race cars. And that's why she was here. She's only one mate. She's So far, I figure she's only made one major mistake in her life. Not, I'm, hang, not hanging out with me. <laughs> there had to be something bad that was going to come out of that. Well, that's not bad. That's bad. Ah, she should be that's sick of all that. Bloody. I think right, Craig's really feeling the pressure with Jamie beating him. <laughs> that's your mate James Courtney. Beating him. Beating him with him. the stick. Yep, that's it. Queensland yeah. stick. Now I noticed that the drive so on that note too, talking about um, the sledging and, and the uh, and the the fun and games um, with the uh, the lounge incident on the weekend. Um, a few of the drivers have um, been whinging about Thomas Mazera. The new safety standards officer, or whatever his official title is, they've been whinging about um, the fact that he uh, survived the bucket of water on his windscreen at the Sandown Five Moon, <laughs> smashing the windscreen years ago. Ah, I'm idiot! It out. I remember they kicked it straight so out. Idiot! Yeah, yeah so then he lost the front windscreen, yeah, and then he had to get the back one kicked That's out. That's right. Because yeah, you can't drive the car like that around. Yeah, anyway, no I mean, if you go back to episode forty-six, you'll hear the anyway. story. <laughs> <laughs> was it episode 46? Get out of here. I don't know what episode it was. A long time ago, viewers. Idiot. Just you keep just reading. agree with me, Just JP. keep listening why to would you? Why would you? As, uh, a, as uh, a co-commentator on this yeah, world-famous well, you know, show, why know. would you disagree with me on this subject? Uh, so, anyway. Next yeah, thing, you want to go on Top Gear. <laughs> Shut up. Drivers were apparently unclear about the boundaries that Mazera had set. Now, I mean, uh, it's his first race. They already know... What was set last year? Why wouldn't he follow that? Excuse but me. His own interpretations of things. This is what the press is saying. You know, what's the big deal? I can't see the big. You know. Anyway, but it'd be interesting to see how as the year progresses, whether he um, uh, creates uh, a style or a, a means of of looking after the events, whereby you know the. The rules are as clear cut as everybody wants them to be, but I think personally in motor racing that's impossible. Quite true. Shame. Nice yeah. pause there. It's only uh, a big gulp of wine, viewers. Uh, was it? Was it a big gulp of wine? Yeah. Now, I'm sick of the life. 28 though. cars on the grid on uh, Sunday. Did we talk about 28 last week? The fact that. Actually, the uh, that, yeah, that, that, and that's actually not a bad idea that uh, Tony Cochran came and made a press press uh, uh, conference, called a press conference, made a press conference. Whatever, mm. if he calls one, he'll end up making one because people. Were well, there. that's right, because he but called I, it first and then made it when he did it. And I was trying to listen, but Penny made me sign in. You know, right? Even as as you would in, do, yeah. Bust my nuts as usual. But uh, he said that what they will do is they have the right to um, now to call between up to ten 
development series cars, and why do they call them development series cars anymore? Um, into the 500,000 kilometer races to yes. bolster the grid. So that's good. Yeah, well, that is good. I think that's great. But at the, all the main game races, though, we're down to 28. And then Larry Perkins is quoted as saying, well, that's also excellent because there's only a finite number of sponsors who want to throw money at the sport. And it's better that their money's spread between 28 cars than it is spread between 32 cars. And so, you know, there's four less cars on the grid. Well, so be it. That's right. Stakes tonight. Sorry? Stakes tonight. At we're the going Royal. For steak at the Royal. We're going to the Royal. Mate, yeah, we haven't been to the Royal for ages. When and, was and the last episode we did at the Royal? Oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, so be 63B. 63B, do you yeah. reckon? I don't know. Mm. But uh, it's... Uh, oh, look. Oh, the car. The turbo's winding up. We're it going. Is. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I'm, uh, I'm off tomorrow. Turbocharged to, uh, TARDIS. So, uh, so Clint doing the washing, and it's... Uh, winging Where my, are you off to, I'm, I'm winging my warrior. Oh, and, and unfortunately, put me in the common economy to, uh, to off to off to off to France, <laughs> off to France to Nice with Alan Simonson for a two-day uh, test session with Aston Martin, where they traditionally get all the Aston Martin teams together at the Paul Ricard high-tech test track. Now you might have seen pictures of it with the blue and yellow curbing. It's actually oh, yeah. really, really interesting yeah. because yeah. they they don't use sand. They use a different level of abrasive surface, which changes the abrasiveness as they go out to slow the car down further, right? Rather than sand. So very. But doesn't they screw the tyres up there? I don't care. I well, they can afford it. Oh, I know they can afford it. I don't but I'm know that. I haven't been there before. A, but the track is owned by Bernie Eccleston. From a car, from from a uh, a team's point of view, it's all very well hitting the sand where it gives or whatever or you've got the kitty litter but if you're hitting like four levels of abrasive surface and the and the wheels are locked up then you're going to wear the crap out of flat spots on the tires i do not know the answer to that i'll be able to tell you when i get back after Good. that before, well i'll be asking the question before nipping over to N- uh nipping back to new zealand for a little holiday with my uh, oh, with my, my handicap, I have yeah. a handicapped sister viewers, um, a, a less uh, less handicapped than myself, but uh, I still have to be over there to take <laughs> an annual holiday <laughs> yeah. before. Which Johnny's off. been doing for as long as I've known him. Viewers, him and his sister go over there. That's not true. This is the sixth trip. And you've known me for a lot longer than that, Jay. Well, for as long as you've been in Adelaide, uh, I should say. You've been going right. to New Zealand Ever every year for and we for a love week it to when take you go your away. sister. Yep. Then off to Florida for the Sebring Then I'll get a break. Hour, yep. Which is a bit of a worry because we've got the Sebring 12 hour and the Formula One all at the same time. So you're not going to be back here for the Formula One? Not according to the paperwork. Oh, well, I thought you were going to do the Grand Prix rally. Well, you never know. I, I, you know, what could happen is that I could get delayed in New Zealand yeah. and not be able to make Sebring. Was, at the end of the day, I can't help drive, Alan drive the car where he makes his American yeah. Le Mans American Series debut. debut. Yeah. And interestingly enough, stand by, but Cooper's is going to break into the American market with car racing. They've been doing very well with their beer yes. and now in the last few days... Yep. Distribu- distribu- distribution group over there have been in touch saying, look, we want to promote Alan and, and Jack over in the US. Good. Looking good for me. It is. Us. Looking good for Coopers. And Coopers. Exactly. And the sausage dog. Because they're yeah. wiener dogs. 
Which, <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not going there. Just because I'm we don't look after my, now viewers, we're not. Just because Marcus Zakanovic's PR has now gone off to Sean Hanselwood at three to one Ignition Magazine and run rough shot over me doesn't mean that we won't be giving him some love because we love no, Marcus. We love, yeah, we saw him on the weekend and and all good. Told him how good his commentary was on the uh, on the telly on uh, Saturday when he commentated on the V8 U race. Oh, I didn't hear that. Good. Yeah, it's good. I it didn't did. seem to be able to deliver it on the weekend. I don't know what's going on there. Well, got eight over mm. That's not bad. But he wasn't as um. We still run midfield, mm. and uh, and the and and, and look at uh, Grant Denyer, who's got right up to get a fourth. Yeah. For the weekend, I think you really have to discount race two because it, it was. Nine laps, and then it was just you know a procession after yeah. the, the tragic uh, accident of Ashley. Yeah, well, Trevor. that's yeah. So hard to hard to say, but anyway, wish you all the best. Yeah. And um, three to one ignition magazine is uh, going mega. Obviously, getting plenty of money for Opus Prime because they're on every page. Well, there you go. Well, Opus, Opus Prime, Prime were just about on every car as well. They were, and just about every they've, Opus they've Prime hit something. Exploded this and, year. And the Formula Absolutely. Three, Formula yeah. Three accidents with your oh, friend yeah. Samantha Sam, Reid. Sam Reid, yep. Kaching, come on, over to yep. you. Sam Reid, well, there she was. Going, it's, it's the last race. And, um, yeah, over over. into a corner. Bang, too close. And uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the guy who flipped over. Did a car ride. Double roll. That's right, yeah. Who, hmm. done, done A1GP? That's Jeez. it, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Pretty up good there, Tommy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, must say a massive thanks to uh, Chris from V8 Central who yes. is here, who really uh, was just terribly supportive um, of, of um, everything we were doing and ran around mm. and helped us out when we needed to. And, took and some stunning photos too, incidentally, viewers. Put up with a bad bed at yeah. the house. Oh, did he? Uh, on the couch. Did you give him the bad bed? Yeah, yeah, because I had all the guys oh, in, uh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. in all the other spots and looking yeah. after them. And, and uh, even uh, Eric and Angry were outside yeah. in the, uh, the rental truck. The, the Brits camper. Yep. So it. Uh, it was all pretty good. Mate, I think, uh, if you got anything else to say, we'll just keep to a, a relatively 45-minute uh, type oh, of show. 45 minutes isn't too bad, and I think we've I, covered I, the I, weekend I, fairly well. <clears throat> and, yeah, I'm hungry for a steak too. Oh, one last thing I was just going to say was I noticed that uh, they reckon that um, the V8s are going to go uh, greener with uh, E85, with more ethanol in the, in the fuel uh, next year. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. But on the other side of the coin... There's been a lot of articles that I've been reading recently that tell you that the whole green ethanol thing is the biggest crock um, of crap about and that it's a total waste of space and cars do less miles per gallon or per litre when they're running uh, ethanol. Um, They don't make the same power so there's more uh, efficiency losses and the countries of the world that use ethanol predominantly um, are actually crucifying their agricultural industries because a lot of things that should be uh, being grown in the way of food to actually feed people are being diverted to crops that can be used for ethanol because it's it's economically better for the farmers. So uh, just keep your eye on the whole ethanol debate. I reckon it's going to really blow up in the next couple of years. So what you're saying is that when push comes to shove and at the end of the day, when you stop chipping at the coalface and six of one is half a dozen of the other. And all said and done, it's all over Red Rover. Exactly. Good night, viewers. <laughs> well, actually, not quite <laughs> because uh, we won't be doing a show next week because uh, I don't know where I'll be. But the week after, 
I don't know where I'll be either, but we'll get one in there. <laughs> we'll sneak one in somewhere. Good night, viewers. Cheers, viewers. Thanks, Rust. Mm-hmm.